now serving butter and bacon. The good stuff. They used to have um, a lot of peacocks when they had the old Lake Buena Vista treehouse villas over there. Over there. They were lousy with peacocks, man. They would wake us up in the mornings. They would be on the roof Uh, of the uh, treehouse and be like, (laughs) wow, it's like six in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) And now there's like vultures. Always up in the sky, turkey vultures just circling over Discovery Island. Like, well, okay, this is the island of despair and <laughs> oh, dead. I, th- and I <laughs> thought you were. I thought you were going to say that's the. Uh, they were circling the treehouse villas, and I was going to make a comment. That's the average age of the DVC owner. Um, <laughs> no, that would be over at Old Key West. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Old Key West, man. Old Key West is the retirement home of Walt Disney World. Hey, but you know what? If you got to retire, where else would you rather be? Oh, my gosh. I mean, I guess. It is very quiet. I'll say that. You know who else is Uh. quiet? The people that seem to have joined us to join in with this discussion. Hi. Welcome to Butter and Bacon, where we discuss the good stuff of Disney. With you, as always, is Amy. Amy first. Not me. Amy. Hi, Amy. Hi, Polly. I hope that all of our listeners are having a lovely day. Full of carnations and bloom, the most fragrant of gentle spring breezes, and the warm sun on your face. Wow, this now sounds like a laundry commercial. Um, I'm Polly, as mentioned, and Dean is over there in the fresh spring breezing. I don't know. Dean, how are you? <laughs> I am without static cling. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. You're not walking around with that, with that dryer sheet sticking to your leg. Much, much appreciated for the uh, the fresh scents and beautiful blooms of spring. Or as we call it in Connecticut, there's still snow on the ground. Yeah, right. And uh, the daffodils will be coming up, going, "Why is it so cold?" Um, they well, they <laughs> will be here, Polly. They will be here soon. You know when they're going to be up? When they are going to be up about the same time as you should get your registration in for the Tiki Trot. I did mine. Good boy, good boy. Yay. So uh, you more than de- be the April 23rd deadline we're looking for in order to get you your shirt and your medal on time. Yes. More info at TikiTra on Twitter or go to www.tikitra.com. And as uh, they pointed out on the 3 o'clock parade, a little surprised we actually got the URL tikitrot.com. Yeah. <laughs> surprise, surprise because that, Tiki Trot know. has been around for a long time as a term. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, so... Uh, I guess turkey trot's a little more popular, but uh, yeah, excited to yeah. get tiki trot back. And, and there's also the trick or trot, which is uh, popular around me at least, to Halloween run. Uh, yeah, but okay. uh, yeah, do you have any, also in uh, in sporting news, don't sue us for that, um, <laughs> the NCAA March Madness, yes, is in full swing. We started this week 16 last night as we record. Um, If you haven't listened, Amy did a fantastic first weekend recap. That was the last show that released. It's its own show. It's not part of the the numbering convention. But uh, please listen to that. And uh, we also will have a fantasy baseball for those of you that are interested in that. 
Um, I know Dean and I are wrapping up the details for that, and we'll get that out on the Twitter feed as soon as we can. We got lots of interest. There might be one or two spots left, so when you hear this, send us a DM, and we'll get you on the list to have a team. The password's going to be Amy Sings, just so you know. <laughs> as always. Nothing says go spring. Reds. Go Reds. Well, yeah, I guess that, yeah. That's who they root That's for true. in Kentucky. That's true. Yes, it is. Home of the airport. I've been to that airport. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even acknowledging this anymore. I'm not. You guys. Oh, you need to think of some new material. Why? It's worked so far. <sighs> You know, speaking of new material, I don't know if you guys have seen, but there are some new offerings at Animal Kingdom. Coming. There are. What? That, Polly. That was actually... Polly. <laughs> that was actually... You were pretty excited yes. about some of the new food offerings. Yes, I was. That was actually a perfect segue. I was going to go with the, it's spring, baseball's coming back, things are blooming, and nothing makes me think of blooming like Animal Kingdom when the flowers start to come out. Like... Like blue, but blooming also is going to be Pandora World of Avatar opening up in former home of Camp Minnie Mickey, which was raised in, I believe, 1875. They uh, closed down Camp Minnie Mickey and they started construction on Pandora. They brought in coal miners. They brought in the WPA. <laughs> wow, Jurassic Park. Oh, that's oh, that's Jurassic Park. It's not Avatar. Yes, it is. <laughs> no one knows the music. It was actually, a, it was actually a pretty good Jurassic Park too. Does it Avatar is. does Avatar even have music? It does, but it's a lot of wailing and drums, which is difficult to reproduce. Yeah. And difficult to reproduce is also Avatar joke. Anyway. Moving on. Dun, 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 dun. They did announce today you can reserve your fast passes for the two e-ticket attractions. It theoretically, it was supposed to be tiered. You could choose one or the other. Um, and then you, with the remaining two fast passes, you can get any other attraction. Just you can't get two in Pandora. However, this morning it appeared there were some glitches. Some people have one for each, which is kind of funny. That was part of the Twitter meltdown this morning. Amy, do you have any more reporting from Disney Twitter about that? I saw reports where people couldn't even log in to do it. Um, people were getting blank white screens. People were getting screens that said, hey, come and do it. And then they would click it and nothing would happen. Um, just all kinds of problems because apparently Disney's websites don't cooperate very well with browsers like Safari, Chrome, <laughs> browsers, <laughs> Firefox. Apparently, well, they're all in on Internet Explorer. And, which, you know. and this this is all new, too. They can't anticipate the demand that they might have for when an attraction opens, let alone two. Because mm -hmm. uh, they've never done mm -hmm. that before. Right. Uh, <laughs> Wide-eyed and shocked each and every time they try to do anything with any yeah. kind of demand. What's your anticipated traffic? What's your oh. anticipated traffic? Uh, we'll probably get about 10,000 people. <laughs> <laughs> sure you well, will. Well, if you remember back to the opening day of Disneyland. I, I don't personally, but where are you going? <laughs> <laughs> 
just remember how they were trying to anticipate yes. crowds and what they thought would show up. And yeah. <laughs> they, they have a legacy of not really knowing. Yeah, that it, that it, every every it, time is the first day in school. And, and if you want to uh, deal with their technology frustrations, I welcome you to join us as a travel agent. Oh, boy. Agent. Whoa. <laughs> and what, what agency would that be, Amy? Adventure is out there travel. Fantastic. But also released earlier this week is the food offerings at the new, I believe it's called Saluli Canteen. I'm not sure. I don't have it in front of me. The but, what? Um, yes. The what? What I said before. We're going to be able to do mobile ordering for it. Really? Yeah. You'll be able to place your order. I didn't know anything about this, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I'm excited to hear yeah, it. You'll be able to place your order in advance before you get there. So, you know, think of all of those apps. I mean, I've got, you know, I'm going to use Chick-fil-A, um, my personal favorite. Um, but I also use Jersey Mike's. None of these companies sponsor us, but we welcome it. Um, where you can basically place your order. You can place your order on your phone. And then when you get there, you actually hit send. And then it goes right to the kitchen. And you saunter past... Much like when you have a fast pass plus and you saunter past the standby queue and you just walk up and get your order when it's ready and then you go sit down. I think this is fantastic. Well, it's a guest lunch then. It is. Right? Aren't, aren't they trying to do that on beer guest Yeah, they, they do that a bit, but I, I think it's a little um, I think it's a little different because this is um, going to be from the get-go a true take it and leave whereas be your guest you, you know you, you sit in the room you got to go get your soda and yeah, all yeah, that. take it and sit. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know so so th this can truly be a pick up and go i think that was the center square and starbucks bingo yes it was very nice <laughs> which i which i completed yesterday by the way shadow steven 300 <laughs> points that's not no bad. i have a couple more squares to fill up yeah Oh, it's Friday. I can do the Friday after 12 order from my phone and get, like, three squares filled in. Yep. Um, and, uh, well, de and depending, because some people have the, you have to, you know, spend more than 12 bucks. I just bought a box of the Keurig coffee. Don't That's it. <laughs> so, the other thing the Satuli Canteen, uh, beyond the um, fast, casual mobile ordering, is they have some really weird-looking food. <laughs> and when I say weird-looking, like, I'm, I'm looking at one of them. Uh, it, it's got these weird white balls, and it's it, it, it's hard to describe. Um, it, it's got like a, a vegetable coleslaw, but it's it's kind of loose, and it's it's very different colored vegetables. They really went all out to make the food appear alien, which is neat. Um, that is neat. They have they have this one thing: steamed pods, which are actually bao buns, um, and you can get cheeseburger or vegetable curry. And, it, again, it looks alien, but it's regular-type food. Um, you know, they got, like, the things like the multicolored chips, um, of course, you know, for the side. But um, I, I really like what they're doing, and it, it is kind of interesting to see what they do with Star Wars land when that opens. But we're not talking about that right now. With these kind of food offerings... And, you know, I, I think you're going to have the adventurous eaters, you know, the ones that go to all the food booths at uh, Food and Wine, Flower Garden, those kinds of things. You're also going to get people that are like, where's the burgers? And then they can just turn right around and go out to any of the other restaurants uh, in the animal kingdom. But it, it, it made me think, what kind of weird food either have you had or, you know, broadening that? What have you tried for the first time that you maybe hadn't done in your quote-unquote normal life? 
Um, you know, you wouldn't necessarily go to a restaurant near you and order whatever you got. But because you're on Walt Disney World, because you're feeling like you're on vacation, you know, what, what have you tried? I really, I really am interested to see what kind of new food, new horizons of food huh, for you and me. Have you tried going to Walt Disney World? <laughs> and um, ladies first. Amy, is there anything that you tried at Walt Disney World for the first time that you didn't have uh, back home? Can this be Disneyland? Absolutely. Okay. So, several years ago, I went to Disneyland Resort and met up with a friend of mine who was big into pin trading. I met her on a pin trading message board like years ago and we became friends. And so I went to Disneyland and she and I met up and we ate at a restaurant in the um, Disney's Paradise Pier Hotel. It was, um, what was the name of it? I can't even remember the name. It's been closed for years now, but it was a Japanese cuisine restaurant. So we go in and we sit down at the sushi bar and she says, have you ever had sushi? Well, no, mm. I've never had sushi. You know, here I am from Kentucky. <laughs> never had sushi. So uh, she says, well, you have all these options. And she sits a list in front of me. And I'm looking in the case, the chill case. And I have no idea what anything is, what anything tastes like. And um, I, I told her that. I said, I have no idea. You know, I have no idea what's good, what's bad or anything. She says... Well, what if I order for you? And I said, okay. And she says, but trust. And she says, does it matter what I order for you? Is there anything that you won't eat out of this case? And I, I looked in the case and I said, well, I, I guess not. You know, order away. I trust you. So I had raw tuna sushi. I had um, some cooked sushi. We ordered a whole bunch of like individual pieces, but I remember mm -hmm. I had I had one or two pieces of raw sushi. It was, was the oddest textured food that I had ever eaten in my life. It's very strange it, texture. It is and singular. Then, <laughs> yeah, There's nothing yeah, yeah. like it. There's yeah. nothing like raw sushi. And then we also had an avocado eel roll, each one of us, which was I still eat those today. Those are delicious. Um she had me taste some sake. Mm. I never, I never had sake before. Um, mm. To me, to me, it tasted like hot listerine. Mm. <laughs> oh, you got, oh, you, you got the hot sake. She ordered the hot sake, mm. and I tasted it. I, she said, "Just take like a taste of it," and so I did, and it tasted like hot listerine. And I said, "Well." I've tasted that. I can check that off the list. You, you can say you've had sake. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm yeah. the one at the hibachi that as the chef is squirting the sake into the mouth, I refuse to say enough to the point <laughs> where my to the point where my wife is kicking me under the table <laughs> because now it's just getting uncomfortable with the amount of sake that I'm consuming at the oh table for free. For free. <laughs> Uh, included with your purchase. Yeah, it's included. Oh my goodness. Right. It's not free. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we did all of that. And then after we ate like our weight in sushi, we ended up <laughs> we ended up walking to Disneyland from there. Oh, that's fun. Which is kind of a long way. We had to we had to take like this big um 
this big horseshoe-shaped walk because there's no direct walk from there across. Mm. We had to take this this long walk past the Disneyland Hotel, through downtown Disney, across <laughs> past the Grand Californian, into <laughs> Disneyland. <laughs> We're both like stuffed with food. So it's late at night by then. I think it was a Saturday night. So they had, I remember there was a Bon Jovi cover band in Tomorrowland. Hey, I was going to say, there, there had to be some kind of music, because usually Disneyland's really good with the live music of some sort going on at mm-hmm. night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a Bon Jovi cover band, which was awesome. We were singing Living on a Prayer as we waited for <sighs> the train to come and pick us up <laughs> to take us through the Grand Canyon diorama. Nice. Yes. <laughs> Nothing says tomorrow and the future like hits from the 80s from Bon Jovi. A band called Doc Walker, Doc, Doc Worker Johnny. Yeah, I mean, like what in the world? Just one. I think it was, uh, I think the, the, the cover band was actually called Slippery When Wet. Yes, oh, they've played at. They they played the Epcot. Yeah. Oh, okay, I think it was. They played the, I think it was they them. played the summer concert series. Yeah, yeah, I think it was them. I'm pretty sure, but it's been a long time ago. Hey, nice happened. work if you can get it. Really. Yeah. <laughs> seriously. Yeah. Steady gig I mean, at Disney, going from California to Florida. Nice. Yeah, they were good. But yeah, that was that was the night that I had sushi for the first time and had so much trust in my friend. Blind trust. She didn't have me eat like eel tent like octopus squid tentacles or anything like that. Yep. She just sort of she, we ordered the same thing. We ate all the same thing. But mm-hmm. um, that's good. And and yeah. you do. I mean, you you said that you still eat the uh, um, avocado roll. Is there any other sushi that you still dine on from that? Um. I mean, I, I usually just go for... I mean, around here in Kentucky, you sort of have to really hunt well, for sure. places that will have sushi. I um, mean, I, I, guess I, I guess I'm saying that, you know, if you do go to Walt Disney World, would you go to Morimoto um, as an example? I would go to get Morimoto. Sushi yeah, my, my favorite sushi is just the avocado eel roll. So if it's on okay. a menu, I, I just get that. But yeah, I well, love and, that. And I know I, I came to sushi later in life, um, probably about five or six years ago. Um and I know, Dean, you, you also eat sushi because we will text to each other. I, I, absolutely. <laughs> but I can tell you my, my first sushi experience was in Disney World. Oh, neat. So similar to, yeah, similar to Amy. You know, we, we were, my wife and I, uh, yeah, we were, it was actually the trip we got married, I believe. Uh-huh. Um, we were sort of, we had become a little bit more foodie and expanding our horizons. And For you and me. Dinner at the Calif- <laughs> <laughs> we had a dinner at the California Grill and Chef Yoshi was there. And I thought to myself, well, if I'm ever going to try sushi... This is probably the person to try it from. Yeah. It was uh, one of the few female you know, master-level sushi chefs in the world at that point. Oh. And uh, she actually came over to our table. She was explaining it all to us. She made us a couple extra items beyond what we ordered, so we got a really good chance to try everything that she has to oh, offer. Oh, that's great. And, I mean, it's, it's been, it's been uh, 14 years of continuing to enjoy sushi uh, since then, so... A similar story to Amy's that uh, you know my first sushi experience was in Walt Disney. See, and it's funny because if you didn't say California Grill, I was going to ask if it was over at the was it Kimonos? Kimonos, yeah, that they have yeah, yeah, yeah. sushi as well. Yeah. And that's at the Dolphin, correct? That is at the Swan. Swan. I was close. I know that. Or the Dolphin. It... <laughs> Swan. It's at the Swan. 
You made me. You made me pause for a second. I no, mean, well, I know the dolphin is huge, but every restaurant that we like to do that's at the Swan and Dolphin tends to be at the dolphin. But that dolphin is always the better guess because it is bigger and has more. <laughs> Same pool though, um, and closer to Epcot. It's a good pool. Slight, cool. Slightly, slightly. Um, but yeah, that I mean that, that's that's very interesting that you both had sushi down as the list. For me, um, it's a little bit more pedestrian, um, just because it's it's a lack of. Um, exposure to it but when i went to sanada it was the first time that i had had non-bread um you know we we do have uh restaurants uh with african cuisine in the new jersey area uh you know we, we actually have uh, quite a sizable population of people that that move here directly from africa but it, it's just not on my normal routes that i take i, I kind of am a creature of habit not that i don't like to try new things i just tend to get lazy and it's like oh i'll go to this place so when we went to Sanan, you know, everybody's raving about the bread. And it's the first time that I'd had naan. Naan itself was fantastic. But when you add in those nine dipping sauces, and I tried all nine. Some of them have ingredients that I don't particularly care for all the time. Um, I was the only one to try all nine because a lot of the people on my party don't like spicy food. Um, so like the one that has the chopped up jalapenos didn't appeal to too many people. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, to me, you know, just having, having non and then finding out how it's made, you know, it's kind of like this, um, they, they stick the bread dough to the sides of the, the oven and it cooks on there. Like, it's really neat how they make it. Um, so that, that really just got me interested in that. Um, I've since found out that they sell non at BJ's near me. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, it, it, you know, this was... It's funny, I think of naan more as Indian food than African it, it, food, but I think it does cross over, like, East Africa. Exactly, it's more the Ethiopian, um, you know, like, that yeah. that kind of, um, it's not the Horn of Africa, because that's the bottom. I'm not sure exactly what you call that, but it's kind of over by Saudi, Saudi Arabia, um, and definitely right. Indian. Um, but, you know, even in, in, as larger Indian populations we have in New Jersey, I don't go to Indian that often, even though coconut rice, oh my god. <laughs> so good. Um, and then we get into Thai and all this other stuff. But, uh, you know, so, so that's that's kind of like the no, quote-unquote normal type food. Has anyone had anything that was truly uh, a specialty item, let's say? <laughs> you know, I, I can think of same trip when we first tried sushi. Um, we went to Citrico's uh, the day after, no, no, two days after our wedding, um, and... You know, I had never been to Citrico's. I think of Citrico's as sort of the second most fancy restaurant at Walt Disney World. After Victorian so, Alberts? You know, after, yeah, you, get, you know, Victorian Alberts, I think, is in a class above itself. There's, like, a big gap. And then I'd say, you know, we like to make dinner, um, what, you know, I think a lot of places you can make it what you want. So I'm not one to typically wear park attire to the sit-down restaurants. Right. But to except me, Citrico's is one that... Re- except here. Well, that, yeah, <laughs> non... Sorry, I should clarify. Resort sit-down restaurants. There you go. To me, to me, if your restaurant's in a theme park, you even Monsieur Paul, you are asking yeah. people to be in their theme park clothes when yes. they go there. Yes. Um, but so anyway, so, to you know, so we we're kind of thinking we were jazzing it up a little, going to Citrico's. So um, we, we get seated, and my wife—I don't know if she left to make a phone call or whatever—she gets up from the table, and we had already put in a drink order. And um, at Citrico's, you can usually get a, a multi-staff service team. So the the person who's bringing over the bread comes over. And, you know, like most places, they have bread and butter, and it's complimentary with the meal. And then they have this other item. And he asked me, he goes, are you adventurous? And I said, yeah, we're, we're, we're broadening horizons here. He goes, I think you'll love this as a spread on your bread. And I could, 
I, I can only describe it as looking sort of like the outdoor of a cave that you might see in Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> like a small version. It was kind of white and brownish and, and looked hard on the outside. And then as you looked inside, there was something that appeared to be kind of like a buttery spread. And he said, try it. <laughs> I'm like, are you going to tell me what it is first? He goes, no, try it. <laughs> so I tried it, put it on a little piece of bread, took a bite. It was fantastic. It was garlicky. It was creamy. It was buttery. And I said, okay, now you have to tell me what it is. He goes, it's bone marrow. And he goes, it's something our chef likes to do. It's a little specialty it's here. We bring it over to the table to if you're interested. Yeah. Oh, my so it gosh. Was literally cooked bone marrow and then blended with garlic and other seasoning and salt and spices, etc. And they, they had it, and I don't know if they still offer because, again, this was 14 years ago now. Um, it's the first time and only time I've had bone marrow as a spread for my bread before dinner. I would not have been what? up for that at all. What? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> what? I kid, I kid you not, if I look back probably on film somewhere, I have a picture. Oh, no. Uh... You don't need to share that on the show Instagram account. <laughs> uh... No. Oh. That's at butter and bacon if you're on Instagram. It is. It, no. <laughs> bone marrow and bacon. <laughs> no. Bone marrow and bacon. It was, butter and bone it marrow. Was, again, you know, it, you know, you go to places now and you don't get normal. A lot of restaurants won't give a normal butter. You get a pastrami butter. You get a a, a sea salt butter, something like that. So you know, they they jazz it up. But this was beyond that level. It was literally bone marrow seasoned, cooked, spreadable, and absolutely fantastic spread for your bread. Uh, high protein. Yeah, you know, good for you too. Well, there are people. who love bone marrow and eat it as a delicacy. And I, I have no, I'm, I'm not like judging those people or anything. Just for me, the thought of it just makes my stomach yeah, turn. You know, it's, it's. You see a lot of those shows on Food Network, and I've always said I would go try that. And I think it's, a lot of times, it's, I trust, especially a place like Citricos, I trust the chef's not going to give me something that's going to make me sick. No, of course. So I'm willing mm-hmm. to try it. You know what I mean? I'm not going to, I'm not going to fall ill because of it. I might not like the taste at times, but I'm not going to fall ill. Now, if you took me to some of the places that Anthony Bourdain goes, mm-hmm. I might have to pass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, I agree. Um, so I think anything else I bring up on, on my experiences are going to be a step down from that, but I thought I'd start with the, uh, was sort of the big one, which was bone marrow as a bread spread. No, that, that, is, that is a pretty big one. Um, I'll jump in, and th- this isn't exactly a completely, you know, uh, different food offering. I don't think it enters into most normal uh, daily routine meals. Um, I did the vodka tasting on the Disney Magic, and uh, it was very interesting. We started off with kind of the lower-grade vodkas, and we got higher and higher. And, you know, we learned about how vodka is made, where it's produced, where the grain comes from. The highest quality vodka that we had on the ship was actually Beluga. Um, and it is it is actually from the area where they also have the Beluga caviar produced. So what you do is this this particular vodka, how you, how you are traditionally supposed to have it, is you have Beluga caviar with the vodka, and it actually flavors the vodka in your mouth. I discovered i am not a fan of caviar (laughs) which was perfectly fine for my wife um because she is a fan of caviar when we went on our cruise the same cruise in norway um norway has a lot of caviar different types of caviar from different fish different sizes different colors um and and you can learn actually fairly easily 
um, once once you can identify it, you can tell which caviar has been farm raised and which one has been wild raised. And uh, quick note to self: just because the caviar is black, does not mean it's better. They will use squid ink to dye regular caviar black and sell it for an extra five dollars a pound, or five dollars a can. Mm. Yeah. So there's there's your little caviar tip for the day. Caviar tip for the day. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm not. I you know much like um, Amy said on on a couple of those you know maybe the sashimis. Um, or the or the truly raw sushi. I'm not going to be going back to caviar anytime soon. It's just not for me. Um, but I did have it, and Disney kind of expanded that because there's no way I'm paying for Beluga caviar. <laughs> if you watch the movie Big, um, they make a big deal about the fact that that particular party they had Beluga caviar. So there's that. Amy. Yeah. Was there any was there any other thing that was really kind of outside the norm that you would not revisit, other than the probably probably tuna that you had? Yeah. Um, anything else? Hmm. I went to Boma. Yes. And my one experience with Boma. Oh, no. Was that? <laughs> well, <laughs> I I ate at Boma. Ate food at Boma off the buffet, <laughs> as, as one does at a buffet. Yes. You eat food from the buffet. You do. And um, I got really sick. Oh no! I got really sick from, and it may have not been from Boma. Uh, you know, I want to be fair. It may have not been. Was from Anthony Boma. Bourdain there? No, but it may have been something that I had eaten at the airport. Eating at Boma was like the first full day of the trip. We oh. at Boma, and then did you get so a tuna made, fish sandwich at the airport? Well, I did. I did have a sandwich at the airport. It wasn't <laughs> any kind of like seafood. It was just like cold cuts. But you Has, never know. So just I say mean, no to airport fish. I, no, I didn't have seafood at the airport. It was just like cold cuts. But I mean. You, you never know it could have been there it could have been I could have just picked up something on the airplane all yeah. I know is that um, my mental association is with Boma because yeah. the, because the food was so different and yes. so I mean so obviously foreign to me I mean I'm from Kentucky we don't I don't know of anywhere around me that would have African food Right. I have no idea. So all of that was new to me, except for like hummus. Like I've had hummus. Um, I also ate some stuff off the kids. Chicken. I ate some things. Yeah. I ate some things off the off the kids. Mac and cheese. Yeah, they have mac I, and cheese I on ate the buffet. Some stuff off the kids buffet because like <laughs> nothing was identifiable to me from the oh, regular. Come on. They have like the braised rib. They you know they got the meat. They have the, well I don't know oh, if the you eat beef. The carving station. You know actually they, salad. Fair point. I don't know if you eat beef. Um, but they do have the um they had, they had the pork I believe also at the carving mm-hmm. station which is good. I know you eat pork. In the... Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm just saying like the names of things and like how it was flavored. Right. Like, like I, bubble I couldn't tell what anything was by looking at butter it. Butter chicken. It, you know, I mean, I think I did eat some butter chicken. With I had yeah. some hummus. 
Yep. I mean, I'm not. I don't want to. I don't want to disparage Boma. I'm not saying anyone shouldn't like Boma or go to Boma. I'm just saying I mean, that I got really sick, and so no, I under, no, I understand because yeah, I used to enjoy seven layer dip until I got sick after eating seven layer dip one time, and now I mm-hmm. equate seven layer dip with getting sick. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing I can do to make myself put a chip into seven layer dip and ever again. And it's right. unfortunate because I, I used to really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, that was something that was new and different for me. I don't know if I would ever go to Boma again after, like, my bad experience of getting sick. But that was something new that I went and tried, something new and unique and and interesting that I went went with a friend and her kids. And, I mean, it was a lovely experience, a lovely dinner, just Mm -hmm. after it went bad. (laughs) Just after it went bad. Now, Now, that being said, you know, given the descriptions, I don't know if you've seen the pictures, would you be interested in trying this food at the Satouli Canteen? Ugh, I don't know. I mean, I'm pretty adventurous. I'll try new things. I, I mean, I guess so. given the fact that it's Disney, it's mm-hmm. not going to be that adventurous, especially yeah. in a theme park, I don't yep. think. So, well, and I yeah. think that's that's like that's kind of my point. I mean, I think I think rather than go to <laughs> you're you're on vacation in India, I don't know if you're necessarily going to be eating at the roadside guy handing out stuff in the bowl. But yeah. you would be <laughs> You would be okay with getting something you might not order at Yak and Yeti. Be- yes. Because you're in yeah, Animal I, Kingdom I, in I Florida. Conk. Oh, conk, yes. I, I say I, I ate conk under a bridge yes. in uh, Nassau. So. Yes. Oh. Sometimes you do eat it from the guy on well, the side of the and, road. And quite honestly, you go. To, you talk about being born, uh, you know, growing up in Maine. Um, some of the best chowda is from the dock. And you don't ask what part of the clam went in. You just eat the chowder. Some old, crusty, salty sea dog is making his his chowder Quite honestly, on the dock. it's the salty sea dog's wife. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... You know, it's funny, though, because I, I think there are places at Walt Disney World that you would say are adventurous at times. Sure. You know, so I know we we like to think everything there is a little bit muted, a little bit bland. But you go to like a place like Jico, mm-hmm. or what we mentioned before, Monsieur Paul, mm-hmm. they are being legit and and true to some of the items that they're serving. They're not always the Americanized version yeah. or the buttered down version. And and to me, I think you find that best on the appetizers. I think they're a little bit more traditional at those places with the entrees. But like at Jico, you know, every place in Walt well, Disney World right now serves flatbread. That's just their thing. Yep. They're like you know. So six years ago, but Disney's finally catching on. They have a duck confit flatbread at Yes. Jico. You can get the the grilled uh, wild boar tenderloin, which I've had both of these now as an appetizer. Mm-hmm. They're fantastic, and it's like it's for someone who wants to get outside the box and not just eat baked chicken, a uh, you know starch and a vegetable. It's nice to have these restaurants that put these things on the menu. And not only that, I think but, that's what they're trying to get but, there. But it's at, also a lower the, price the point. service version. It's a lower price point yeah. to get an appetizer. You're not you're not in for that's something that's twenty eight dollars. Right. And, you know, I think we saw it with Skipper Canteen at Magic Kingdom, and now you're seeing it here at Animal Kingdom. They're giving you approachable both price point and, and trying to get a little bit, maybe a little bit outside your comfort zone and try something new. I just hope they don't dummy down the menu in six months. Well, and if, it's you funny, want, I'm looking... if you want to laugh, oh, if you want to laugh, the first time I ever had falafel was at Jungle Cruise Skipper Canteen. Oh, I, I believe it. I had never yeah. had it before. And it was first delicious. Time I, I falafel, loved it. First time I had falafel, it was by mistake. <laughs> I, I did you I, think it was falafel I, or did you like it? I, th- I thought it was fried mac and cheese. 
And so, then you didn't like it, because that would have been a, a weird yeah, transition. Yeah, so I bit into it and went, this is a fried recipe. <laughs> and, then I went, awesome. and then I went, is this a harsh puppy? <laughs> <laughs> and no, my wife, again, kicks me under the table. That's a falafel. I go, ah. Oh, That's awesome. Okay. It, it, again, it's, it's kind of like when you get orange juice and you're expecting milk. It's not that it's bad. Right. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not the flavor. No, exactly. <laughs> it's just not, not what mac you and cheese. Up for. <laughs> it's not what I was. No, that's not what I was expecting. Um, it, it's similarly, you want to laugh? I'm looking at the comments on the Disney Parks blog for the rollout. So um, I have the uh, Nicole. I'm gonna I'm gonna give names here. Nicole Smart oh, says no. this menu. Yes, this menu looks great. I'm impressed. Disney World is starting to offer more adventurous dining options. As a vegetarian and healthy eater, they're beginning to be more options available to me. I don't know where Nicole has been. There have always been a lot of vegetarian, not vegan, not vegan, but vegetarian and healthy right, options. Right, right. Vegetarian, yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but vegetarian. Um. Then, then, then my my favorite, my favorite, my favorite, Randy Laughlin. Please offer this menu alongside items that appeal to simple palates. Palates misspelled. Disappointed there's no chicken breast or plain on the menu. The sides do not appeal either. Really, really wish we could get menus with more than six choices. And then Samantha Samantha right above him. It's nice to see more adventurous adventurous items on the menu. Those with simple palates are or interested in a more traditional meal have plenty of places to die. <laughs> well, seriously. It's very true. You Simple don't go palette. into Monsieur Paul <laughs> expecting a grilled cheese because you can get a grilled cheese somewhere else. It's a shame. Downstairs, uh, it's a shame that you can't like can. that you can't put a picture in of like an a, a palette with just like primary yes. colors on it yes. and like a it's little like, This is a palette. This is not a palette. <laughs> That's oh my exactly gosh. what it is. Like oh. hashtag palette and then <laughs> a palette. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I I don't understand people that want the same things in. 52 restaurants. I think that is the beauty of Walt Disney World. That you can go and get African, Indian, Chinese, Japanese, traditional American, um, you know, South American, slightly. Um, you know, you can get Moroccan food. It's 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 a place that you can really expand your world without without leaving the comforts of you know exactly like you said, Dean of of being sure that what you're getting is something that's not going to hurt you. There are other places that that individual could go in Animal Kingdom to get the food that he's looking for. Yeah, like, not every restaurant has to have, like, a bland menu. Just like not every restaurant. The restaurantosaurus is for you. Yeah, not like just like not every restaurant has to be super adventurous. Like all these restaurants can all serve twenty items of the same thing. You know, what I mean? like you can't you can't have like the same. I'm I'm I can't put it into words what my thought is, but like you can't I, you can't have everything everywhere. I guess is what I'm I agree. Say. And, and I think that's part of what, you know, uh, they definitely went away from when they started to even plan or announce Be Our Guest. I think that was kind of the downfall of Magic Kingdom because as dining destination, Magic Kingdom itself 
was woefully behind all the other theme parks, not even talking about the resort parks. Yes, Everything sir. It was, was burger, fries, <laughs> no, no. Chicken, yes. chicken nuggets, hot dog, soda. Uh, you know, you had Pecos Bills, which was marginally better because it had, burger, you know, Fixin's Bar. It's, it's still a burger. Magic Kingdom really definitely started that with the gourmet hot dogs. Definitely would be our guest. Like I said, Skipper, Tan- Skipper Canteen took it a completely different uh, level. But, you know, like, Dean, I mean, you've mentioned before, mac and cheese. Right. I mean, you know, and again, Magic Kingdom, Friars Nook, they have the pot roast mac and oh. cheese. They have ones that have chili yeah. on it or pulled pork. And again, that, it depends on your, your definition of adventurous. I know for some people, you know, trying a turkey leg or... Mm-hmm. If you go to the uh, the egg roll cart in uh, Adventureland, they have cheeseburger egg rolls. Yeah. You know, that kind of stuff is just a little bit different. That might be a, a gateway adventure food for some. Yeah, place. I mean, it used to be for the Magic Kingdom that if you wanted anything that wasn't your stock theme park food, you needed to go to a resort. I mean, that's that's when Kona oh, Cafe first opened. It was like, holy cow, we can go get like Hawaiian type food, and then they redid, you know, the the um, <laughs> the Aloha pork offerings. Downstairs at Captain Cook. Aloha oh, I haven't pork. I haven't heard about those. Aloha. Amy, have you ever had Aloha pork? I love Aloha pork. <laughs> you can hear the smile in her voice. It's fantastic. I love it so much. Get the nachos. They're so good. The nachos are great too, but the Aloha pork is my bay. It's her bay, and and at Spoil- lunch. At, spoiler at lunch alert, bay. Amy, it's it's the same pork. <laughs> Uh, nice. You can't get anything adventurous at Launch Bay, I don't think, can you? Or is no. that where they well, have the hot dogs? Well, the Launch Bay is the one with the characters. Yeah, that's the one with the characters. That's not, not the one with the film. No, I'm talking Star- about the... Oh, yeah. no, you're I'm talking, talking about pad. You're talking about the lunching yeah, pad. Yeah, lunching pad, sorry. <laughs> yeah, lunching pad <laughs> sorry. does have the hot dogs. Or it, at least it did last time I was there. Launch Bay! <laughs> <laughs> But now we just named one of the restaurants at Star Wars Land. It will be the lunch bay. Yeah, the lunch Dean, bay. Dean, you're never going to live that down about, is yeah, that the one the with best. the characters? <laughs> the best. <laughs> <laughs> the realization. You can hear the moment that the light bulb goes on in my head that yes. I was like, awesome. look. <laughs> you know what, though? You disparage the lunching pad, but they do have a ham and cheese stuff. No, they do. Um, and I, and that's another thing so that's a little that's bit another adventurous. One, you talk oh, about yeah, stuffed pretzels. Ham and cheese. Cream cheese. Ham and cheese well, is so adventurous. No, no, no. Lunch in, in meat. Stuffed inside a pretzel? No, no, no. Listen, lunch meat and cheese in a pretzel can be adventurous. That's different. Cream cheese they have the jal- inside a pretzel. Don't they have one with jalapenos, too? Yes. They, yeah, they do have jalapenos. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I love the jalapeno yeah, so cheese jalapeno. pretzel. Yeah. Right, that that's a little bit different for some folks, though. That that would be uh, again one of those gateway adventure foods. And then you've got Tonga Toast might be crazy for somebody, or yep. you know, getting a getting a khakigori. Uh, well, shave ice. I don't know. It's, again, <laughs> again, uh, you know, I, it depends what your what your background is, what you've had before. You know, I cronuts are offered. Uh, you know, half a dozen places in my town. Some folks have never heard of a cronut until they went to Epcot. Everybody goes to Norway for the school bread. Very few people get the lefse because, man, does it oh, did not look appetizing. However, Dean, what is the lefse like? So delicious. It is heaven rolled up in a tortilla. It really is. It really is. <laughs> it's a nice, sweet che- uh, cheese spread there with a little cinnamon, a little sugar. 
It basically is a tortilla rolled up, and it is not as good as I'm giving it credit in my description because it is delicious. Yeah, the, uh, that's the food of my wife, so I am blessed with Lefsa basically whenever I want. But, I mean, you know, with, with all the different uh, food offerings, you know, it, th- that you have, um, is there anything that you guys wanted to mention um, that was that was adventurous in, in your past or something you're looking forward to having in the future? Oh. I wanted to ask a question of you guys. Oh, yeah. we were thinking about it is we we've talked about foods a little bit, little bit desserts, a little bit. You know, I, I pointed out mostly appetizers. What about in the beverage department? Are there any drinks that you've had that you consider adventurous? And I'm asking that with one in mind, and that's the uh, the Schaffer Hoffer Pink Grapefruit oh, Coffee. I've had that. That they yeah, offer the at Summerfest. Yes. Again, uh, you know, I think having a pink grapefruit beer. For some, if that's the first time they've seen it, it, would be a very adventurous cocktail. And what's interesting, too, it is kind of a good gateway because it is a lower alcohol by volume. Um, so yeah, it's great for the summer. It, it is a very, it Which, is a very crisp, um, and it, and it will. I mean, you can you could drink it all day and probably not have ill effects. Um, right. And summer at, at Epcot is basically now until November. Right. So it's, oh, yeah. it's a good beer to have there. I, I saw that today was the last day they're forecasting seventies. Right, and tomorrow's the first time we're getting 60s in a while, so yeah, it's kind right. of funny how everyone's warming up a little. Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, along those lines, any beverages that you guys would put into this category? Uh, Amy, you have anything? Well, I don't do alcohol, so no, my adventurous be beverages. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of a, a narrow street. Um, well, I love Jungle Cruise Skipper Canteen, and I went there not this past January, but last January's trip. I went there and I was dining alone and I ordered one of the specialty drinks. This was before they had alcohol there. So this was, um, gosh, I can't remember the names. I don't have the menu in front of me, but I, I ordered the drink that is sort of like, let me just look up the menu. It, it's sort of like a more of a juice drink. Kind of, I think people say it kind of tastes like the pog drink. Oh, yeah. Um, so I ordered that one. People know that's passion fruit so, orange guava for those of you that mm-hmm. don't know. What people say it's like yeah. People say it's like that. So I ordered that one, and um, my waitress actually came back with two drinks. They had two specialty drinks then, and she came back with both of them, and she said, um, "I needed to learn how to make the other one." <laughs> so I so I made one, and I oh, had no that's one to give awesome. it to. So I just brought it for you. I was like, "Yay, yeah, magic moment!" Woo! That's a punchline awesome. punch. Yes, the one with the with the little um, melon balls in it. And then there's the oh god, I'm gonna mess this up. The Schweitzer slush. Sure, is it sort of like orange reddish color? That one's the frozen apple juice passion fruit with bursting green apple boba balls. Okay, boba balls. I had that one. one. Yeah, punch, that was the one she brought me punch for free. Hey, Bob. Yeah, the other one's the tropical hey, fruit. Tropical fruit juices and mango puree. Yeah, so I had those two, and one of them was free. That's fantastic. Well, you know, and that's a benefit. Again, this is a little off topic. That is a benefit of going alone to some of these places. I mm-hmm. I, I doubt you would get a free drink if you had a party of four. <laughs> no, you would not. <laughs> that would but, be like twenty bucks. <laughs> yeah, or more. Um, or more. So you know that is that it, there is something to be said for dining alone. You could be more adventurous because you don't have anybody else that is going to have their own tastes come into it, and you mm-hmm. might you might look out. Um, it, Dean, did you have anything in mind, drinking wise? I can think of one you've had recently. Um, 
I, I was uh, thinking well, when I first thought of it when I you know we talked about sort of adventurous foods. I I was thinking of a certain aperitif that you might have uh, in in Italy, mm -hmm. uh, best served over ice with an orange rind on the top. Mm. Uh, that you most people take as a gag beverage, where they bring people into Club Cool, and of course that's Beverly. I love Beverly, by the way. I actually like Beverly. I think I think Beverly can make a couple nice cocktails mm -hmm. um, if you were able to bottle it and take it home and mix it with some gin and uh, Lillet or something like that. You can bottle it, um, or, or it is bottled, and I will send you when I get home the photo of my fridge where I have said beverage. It's red. It's not clear. Yeah, they have two different kinds. It's, it's it's a Coke product. I mean, as much as it seems yes. foreign to us in the U.S., it's a it's a Coke product. Well, let, let's be fair. Distributed in Europe. For a let's long be time. fair. Coke bought. <laughs> yeah. The, the aperitif uh, company that made it, but yes. Right, 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 right. Yeah, but I'm I'm thinking of something else that you've tried recently that was definitely out there. Remind me. <laughs> Tipsy ducks in love. Ah, that's true. Yeah, that's a fair one. And for those of you that don't remember, it's uh, a coffee, tea, and alcohol. A little cream flushed in there. <laughs> That's yeah. I mean, just just the concept of mixing coffee and tea together, you know, was what I think uh, you might call yeah. adventurous. And of course, bourbon in there helps yes. against the whole thing. Um, that that's interesting. For me, it's a little more pedestrian. It's more along the lines of uh, you know, like you were talking about the uh, Schrohofer Hefeweizen. Um, the, the grapefruit beer, which when I ordered it at my local beer garden, they um, recommended it with a shot of um, orange flavored vodka poured in to get the alcohol content back up. I, rec I recommend that highly. That is really good. Um, but the drink say that I'm thinking drink, of... Say that drink name again. Schoenhofer Hefenweizen. Oh, bless you. Fantastic. <laughs> but the one that I had for the first time was at Ragland Road. I had never had a Shandy. And a Shandy ah. is a light beer mixed with Sprite, essentially. And again, much like that Hefenweizen. It Bless is you. very Yes. It is very, very light. It is very crisp. And <laughs> some some consider it the gateway beer for kids <laughs> over over in the UK. Um, because it, it, it really, it, it is so light. It's, it doesn't taste like beer at all. It tastes like a very, very sweet drink. Um, and I had never had it before, so I tried it because I was at Raglan Road, and I already had two samplers. And the legal department would like to point out, kids don't have alcohol unless you're 21 or over, and do not operate machinery after having I did not alcohol. operate any machinery. The most, most machinery <laughs> I operated was the lever on um, the whirling tower. Or of death over at Tomorrowland, also known as Astro <laughs> Oh, that seems so like the uh... worst choice to make after having alcohol. Yeah, um, the I am chock full it, it, of it's poor actually a, choices. It, it's a it's a poor choice to make <laughs> anytime. But Jeez. um, so before we as we wrap up our meal here and we're being adventurous, how about in the dessert department? And I'm going to cheat a little bit, and I'm going to say. Disney has come a long way in the milkshake <clears throat> department. And so, you know, a lot of people think it might be odd, you know, get like a peanut butter and jelly milkshake. And there's a couple places that serve that. I know Sci-Fi had some fun milkshakes, um, 50s does milkshakes, and I had that at the fountain uh, over at the Dolphin. So, um, But the, the really uh, sort of odd dessert I might bring up is at one of my least favorite restaurants, which is why I haven't had it <clears throat> in a long time, and that's at Coral Ooh. Reef. Uh, they have a Bailey's and Jack Daniels. Mm. 
on the mm. dessert menu. And no, folks, the alcohol is not no. cooked out in that Mm-mm. dessert. Um, it is probably the best thing I've had at that restaurant. <laughs> so, wow. No, I, I haven't had that. Actually, I haven't had many adventurous desserts. Um, I tend to not be a dessert person, which makes the dining plan kind of tough for me. Um yeah, if you're not if you're not using the, I, I always think the lunch dessert well, kind of the hockey puck the brownie. Plan, but if, if you're not using up, yeah, if you're not using up the dinner dessert, then well, you're and I do get you know like Gers bread pudding at the aforementioned Raglan Road, um, right, you know right. things like that. But that's I don't even think I'd call that adventurous at this point because now it's just what I get. Um, uh, right. I can say you know you talk about milkshakes. Um, I did get the PB and J milkshake over at Fifties Prime Time, uh, but that that actually reminded me we we strayed away from it. My brother-in-law got the picnic burger at the Sci-Fi Dine-In, and that is a hot dog on a hamburger. Oh yeah, yeah. I've seen that on the menu. I've never had that. He, Did he, he like liked it? it, but he's weird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. Even after I saw him eat it, I was like, I don't know if I'd order that. <laughs> <laughs> the way you said he's weird. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that is the good stuff. Um, no, that will not be the end of the show. Well, but that, but yeah, I mean, when it comes to desserts, I, I'm, I'm, there's nothing that I have um, had at Walt Disney World. I mean, I guess maybe the most adventurous would be venturing into some of the scoops of flavors I don't normally get at the Ghirardelli Giant, you know, whatever that massive, um, they used to call it the Earthquake, um, before it was Ghirardelli. Um, you know, like that eight scoops plus all the toppings. Uh, that, that we were talking about in our ice cream show. Uh, I don't you normally eat some of the flavors of ice cream, but I will venture over and try a little bit because it's all that melange at the bottom. How about you, Amy? Any, any desserts come to mind? So I guess a, a dessert that was kind of adventurous for me was when I had chocolate-covered coconut macaroons at Club 33. I went there oh. one time, one time in my life. Oh, it was through someone that my dad randomly met, and it was a one-time <laughs> deal. I'll end up never going again, but I went there one time, and I they had the the, the I I want to I call them Mac um, Matterhorn macaroons. That's what I was calling them. I don't know if they're truly Matterhorn macaroons or not. The Disneyland purists are they shaped let me like know. the Matterhorn? Oh, well, I mean, it was a huge coconut macaroon, and it was covered oh. in chocolate. Oh. Uh, so I don't I mean it may not be a Matterhorn macaroon but that's what I called it anyway mm. so um, I may or may not have wrapped several of those up in Kleenexes and napkins and papers <laughs> and took some I, I believe the plural there is Clenacy <laughs> nice <laughs> what <laughs> the plural of Kleenex I believe is Clenacy no that that's the queen from Game of Thrones with, with the dragons oh my gosh <laughs> So anyway, I took a bunch of those. I, I guess another adventurous one that I've had. I mean, it's not really adventurous, but it was something that was totally new to me. Was um, I think the bread pudding at Olivia's is like oh. bananas foster bread pudding. I think. Mm-hmm. And I, I had that. never. I don't think I had ever mm-hmm. had bananas foster. Mm-hmm. So I kind of had bananas foster flavor in the bread pudding. Mm-hmm. That's kind of adventurous. Um, that sounds good. Actually, yeah, and, and also really on those lines, it's not adventurous, but it was the first time I had it. I talked about it before. Getting the dark sea salt chocolate covered caramel at Caramel Kush. Mm. I've never had that. And I have that. Again, I've like, had that too, yeah. 
it, it wasn't that I was avoiding it. It's just that I hadn't gotten it before, and I'm sitting there going, well, I'm only going to get four because these things are going to fill me up for the next week. So I may as well get, <laughs> I may as well get something that's good. Holy crow, that is fantastic. It was very interesting and different from what I expected it to be, but yeah. it was great. It, it wasn't, like, I'm expecting, like, this huge, like, uh, why is there salt on here? It doesn't need to be on there. No, it does. It's really good. It's really good. <laughs> Dean, is there anything else that you had for the first time, dessert-wise? Um, the only other thing I, th- it's kind of funny because I think things start out as sort of odd or different, and if they catch on, they become cult or actually frontline very <laughs> popular. And the one that's coming to mind is the grapefruit cake. <gasps> that's what I was going to say! <laughs> Thank you, Dean! Thank you! <laughs> so, I, I think when it's first rolled out to someone that hasn't heard of that or had something like that before, it's like, wait, grapefruit, bitter, not, you know, maybe a little tangy, and a cake, and that, you know, that's not right. dessert, but I mean, Amy, what did you think when you oh, had the grapefruit? Oh, man, cake? so it was chilled. It was really cold, like one step up from frozen, very cold. The plate was really cold, which which kept it nice and chilled as I ate it. It had layers of, like, the moist cake and then some... It tasted like a cream cheese icing and then mm. some grapefruit filling and then, you know, on and on. It was delicious. I would eat that every day if I could have it every day. It was beautiful it was delicious i want it right now it was so good oh so the, all right let, let, let's go here construct your perfect weird food meal from walt disney world and people are just going to bring it to you you don't have to go to all the different restaurants what would you start with an appetizer what would you have for a main course it sounds like grapefruit cake is going to be your dessert and what would you have to drink with it oh man of the weird foods you've discussed oh man um, I guess to drink, I would have that the melon drink with the little with the little melon balls on the top from Jungle Cruise Skipper Canteen. Mm-hmm. For dessert, grapefruit cake. Um, oh gosh, I guess I'll have an appetizer of falafel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> for Jungle Cruise Skipper Canteen. But don't but don't call them macaroni. No no no, 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 they're not that. <laughs> um. Gosh, what would my entree be? That's a really good question. I would probably get an. I would probably no. That's not adventurous. <laughs> I would probably get an avocado ear roll from the sushi place, from whatever, wherever has the best sushi at Disney World. Because I, I really don't know. I've only ever had it in California. Don't sleep on Tokyo. Don't don't sleep on Tokyo. Yeah, okay. Tokyo Dining had pre- had pretty good sushi there too. You're you're 100 well, percent right. And Tokyo Dining is not. Dining. And Tokyo Dining is not the hibachi. I think a lot of people are like, oh, we, but, no, but yeah. let's eat in Japan. Well, I don't want to do hibachi. <laughs> There's two restaurants. Yeah. yeah. And you're missing out on a great great sit-down place, and if you can get a window view, the, you get a nice view. The, the kids' meal comes in a monorail. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> it is. I always want to eat at the hibachi place there. But yeah. I get nervous about eating there because you have to, like, be surrounded by people you that do you don't have know. To, yeah. yeah. And I would be by myself, most assuredly. you got to roll in with a party of eight. Here's what you do. You go there with one golden sun and drunk at Disney. Hmm. He seems nice. I don't know him. He is nice. And but he I would mean, have an entourage of 35 other people. 
<laughs> yeah, so if the three of you show up, you'll you'll just have a crew at that point. You take over yes, your own table. And Mega, I would try to get Mega to thirteen. Yes, Meg. Meg would likely join you as well. Dean, Meg. what would be what would be your ultimate weird food well, meal? Spence, <laughs> I think I have to I have to cleanse the palate with oh, some you. Nice. And uh, then I will um, open up the uh, the eating with some bread and bone marrow spread. <laughs> You're going Citricos. back there. <laughs> I'm going back there. I want that. Amy and I. Amy I'm and gonna, I are not. I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking um, wild boar tenderloin mm-hmm. appetizer from Jico would be a, a a great first course. And then you know. It, Again, I th- the entree is probably the hardest part because I don't think there's a lot of what I would consider odd right. entrees to get. So I would probably double down on like the um, maybe the the pork at mm-hmm. California Grill. They have like a pork pork belly. I know a lot of people don't like pork belly, or at least that they consider that part a little bit weird. So I could do that, and then um, yeah, I think maybe uh, throw throwing down a couple of those light beers, the mm-hmm. grapefruit beers, just to uh, have have an odd beverage. That's and then, yeah, a little hefty. Bless you. And uh, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to think if I'm missing any of my favorite courses. You know, there's so much else to to, to cook into the meal. But I, maybe for dessert, I'll uh, I'll try one of those funky milkshakes. And they, you know, the other thing they have is they have a lot of adult milkshakes yes. now. So you can you can jazz it up with your favorite. Uh, yeah, favorite Disney, courses. Eh? They have Osprey Ridge, Eagle Pine. Nice, very nice. A uh, Winter Summerland. Well, Yes, Winter Summerland, Fantasia Gardens. Oh, but if it was... Well, actually, they probably have it at Monsieur Paul. I, say, I like the escargot at... Yeah. I'm, and I'm sure, that, I'm sure they make that at one of the... Yeah, uh, my wife restaurants. had that on the cruise. So, uh, no, thank you. No. no? Not a fan, huh? If I want puff pastry, I'll have puff pastry. That, <laughs> but you know, that, that's another good reason, like, when you have the opportunity, like a Boma or like on the cruise. Yeah, because it's included. It. You know, it... You've already paid the meal. It's yep. already included. There, there is no penalty for going back and, and getting a different yep. plate. So, how about you, Paul? It sounds like maybe you have some ideas. Oh, I do. Um, I'm right there with you um, in having the the delivery person g- give oh, no. No, give me a shot of Beverly to cleanse my palate. Um, you know, to start off nice, nice and get me into the mood for that non with the nine sauces. Um, and you know, again. It, it, it's tough because I don't want to fill up with appetizers, but um, getting the little sausages that are batter dipped and fried at Raglan Road. We didn't talk about them. That is not something I get normally. <laughs> Ooh, the scallops for us there, too. I know scallops aren't really odd, but the way they yeah. present them so, is really cool. so, but, but these sausages <laughs> are literally, they, they stab them with a fork, they dip them in the batter, and then they put the whole kit and caboodle into the fryer. Well, not the whole fork. But you know, put the whole thing into the fryer, and then they serve it with it with the you know sausages up, and the forks are like into their own little holder. That Inside is so of a pan of cornbread. Well, that would be just nice. Be just something next it, level. And then, and then you're having an Idaho dog yeah. for that. Um, we'd be remiss if we did not mention the aforementioned Idaho dog sour boner. Hello there, Professor Daniel Miller, from the Three O'clock Radio. Um, yeah, go there when your kids are asleep. Anyway, so now we're done with the appetizers, and I may be full, so I might need another aperitif, so bring on the Beverly. Um, as for the main course, you know, it is unusual, so I am going to get the Aloha pork sandwich. 
because I don't think Hawaiian pulled pork is something that I would eat on a normal basis, even though it is around me. That's kind of an unusual type. So I'm going to get that for my main course. To drink, again, Dean, I'm stealing from you. I'm getting that grapefruit beer, but I'm doing the shot of Citron <laughs> um, vodka in there. So, yeah. And then for dessert, um, you know, I might actually get the Grand Marnier slushy. Not a bad call. No, I mean, we, that we had mentioned it in our ice cream episode. Over yeah, in France. Over in France. I'm going to have that yeah. brought. Um, and, and again, it, it's kind of like a, it's an after-dinner drink and a dessert. And it, again, that's not something that I would get normally out to dinner. It's a grill and it's a, a cooler. cooler. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Thank you, Stacey J. Azrod. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, being able to try new things, uh, being exposed to new, new environments, and having meals with friends that can share the experience with you that is the good stuff this has been the good stuff thank you for listening to butter and bacon for personalized trip planning services and expertise please contact becca via email at becca at adventuresoutthertravel.com on twitter at aiot travel or visit our website adventuresoutthertravel.com where you can get more information, read our blog, subscribe to our newsletter, and request a quote. Let them know Butter and Bacon sent you. You can follow Butter and Bacon on Twitter at Butter and Bacon, on Instagram as Butter and Bacon Podcast, and please contact us via email at butterandbaconpodcast at gmail.com. To get the good stuff delivered hot and fresh, please subscribe to Butter and Bacon in your podcast app of choice. Bacon. We discuss the good stuff of Disney, including the old we stuff. We discuss. We discuss. We discuss. Hey, discuss. you. You discuss. We are discussing it. I'm disgusted Three. with you. Three, two, one. <laughs> <laughs> wow. The kookaburra is in full flight today. <laughs> I do the... kind of laugh like a kookaburra. <laughs> It starts out. <laughs> <laughs> the Cuckoo Beth Combs. <laughs> I was listening to the outtakes of that one episode where, like, Dean was crunched for time, and he's like freaking that was out. He's like, he's like, we're gonna have to start over tomorrow. <laughs> and I'm, and I'm, no, we're gonna get through it. We're gonna. Get through Polly's it. like, come on, Amy, come on. <laughs> And you're like, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And Polly's like, come on, Amy. Let's go. <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dean's like, kids, I want you guys to know we've been recording for like three hours. <laughs> we've recorded for 42 minutes. We've been recording for 42 minutes. And we have three minutes of show.
No bones to pick. We need to do the intro. No, I have a bone to pick with you. You saying unsubscribe and being dismissive <laughs> when you constantly talk about crap that nobody cares about. But you're the first one to be like, unsubscribe, unsubscribe. I'm bored. I don't want to hear about your Disney emoji glitz in your general hospital. Unsubscribe, unsubscribe. And I'm like, shut up. You talk that's about what I do. crap that wow, that no was one what cares I about. I, I, that's what I do. Amy was doing that impression and I couldn't tell if that was actually Polly or if it was Amy making <laughs> the voice was so I, close I mean I, I, <laughs> Polly Beth Combs. On. you it's are Polly Beth Combs on. now is his Welcome real name to, oh is my his, god is his real name <laughs> and when he's when he's out sailing and he drops his oar you can say boom bro wow <laughs> you don't sail with an oar um <laughs> Look here, I live on the shores of Kentucky. They go clamming on the shores of Kentucky. <laughs> Watch out for low tide. <laughs> low tide. Can, low, why isn't there a town low tide Kentucky? <laughs> there probably is. I'm, wow. I'm listing town names in Kentucky that are odd. Vortex, Kentucky. Pig, Kentucky. Viper, Kentucky. Dwarf Kentucky. Bet a lot of tall people live there. My dad has actually lived in Viper. Mud Lick, Deer Lick, Paint Lick, Sulphur Lick, Bee Lick, yeah, Wolf Lick, and some other he licks doesn't... in Kentucky. <laughs> Thousand Sticks, Kentucky. I wonder how many sticks they have there. Oh, that's my backyard. Tywapity, <laughs> Kentucky. All right, Monkey's we get... Eyebrow, Kentucky. Stop it. Black Monkey's Bottom, Kentucky. Eyebrow. Wait, that's for real. Big Beaver like Kentucky. <laughs> uh-huh. I love the monkey's eyebrow. Yeah, yeah. Marrow I love the monkey's Kentucky. eyebrow. We're going to talk whoa. about that in a little while. I love the monkey's eyebrow and the monkey's eyebrows ain't for me. Rabbit hash Kentucky. And the, number, the number one on this list is Booger Branch Kentucky. Oh, Booger yeah. Branch. Now that sounds Honorable. like another. He, he's a shooting guard, right? <laughs> <laughs> Booger, Booger Branch. <laughs> Calipari recruited him straight out of uh, junior school. Junior college. He's a how, did he, how did he make it to junior college? My goodness. There must have been a, three people taking that ACT for him. My goodness. And Booger Branch checking into the game. <laughs> three, four, Booger! <laughs> Welcome to Butter and Bacon, where we discuss hey, Dean, the good stuff. Was, did, you get a, did you get a tweet the other day? There was someone who wanted to go on a cruise, and he wanted to say, did you see that? No, but... Well, I mean, I just wanted to tell you. I'm letting it... Pineapple on your pizza? Hey, so my mom, my mom really likes beagles. So Polly, I think you need to tweet my mom pictures of Luna. Starting uh, May fourteenth. Oh, so you, you saw haven't you haven't been today, on Twitter having the yeah, meltdown? Today, oh my goodness. Today, so so they did do tiered fast passes. Well, we'll talk about this. All right. So let me do the intro and then we can talk about this. Yeah. Welcome to Butter and Bacon. Where we discuss the good stuff of this. Hey, Dini. This is really making me mad. What? What? What happened? I have a website open that I was looking at some stuff on, 
and it keeps playing in the background, and I cannot find the video that's playing on this stupid website. Oh no, I hate that. Oh no. I just want the oh. website to stop talking. Oh god, I hate that. Can you, like... mute? Can you mute your speakers? Well, yeah, but then I won't hear you, I don't think. Oh, so you're on the same computer as this car. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. Well, can't you just, like, close out the website, or do you need to have it open? I could. I was trying to steal some info. Oh. I just wanted to Man, stop talking. Autoplay, autoplaying media. Oh, it's the worst. That should be, oh, that should be, like, illegal. That is not the good stuff. Uh-oh. Someone's getting in the car. What? Coinage. Life well spent. Oh, it's Present starting again. No, it's from this ad. I heard so, someone getting in a car. Tell me about yourself. <laughs> that one interview question strikes no, fear in the hearts of applicants. Like but oh, don't sweat it. When an interviewer asks this, they aren't looking for your life story. Or even a bullet-by-bullet -bullet explanation. Yep, it was totally... Everyone, everyone's audio is, like, super choppy. It was totally that website. I closed it, and now it's gone away. I'm so happy. Hi, folks. How you doing, Paul? No. No. Don't no. use that as our opening. That's not going No, 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 no. I, no, that's not our opening. Oh. I didn't say welcome <laughs> to butter and bacon. No, he was talking to us. I was talking oh. to you folks. Pa Paulie finally got settled with where he's going, so now he can actually say hi. Oh, okay. <laughs> so while Disney World is an opportunity to expand your palate beyond what heavy breathing Darth Vader thing we got going on on the audio. <laughs> Who's doing that? What? I hear heavy breathing. Amy's just Holly. really Amy's just really it's excited. It's not me. She wants it's to talk Polly. about weird foods. It's not me. Polly, it's you. Knock it off. Ew. <laughs> Ew. Oh, I forgot to put that on my list. <laughs> oh my god. What? Yes, let's save it for the show. And yeah. then we will go Spoilers. into you know, a, a more limited palette, how it can be expanded at a place like Walt Disney World with Bone a lot. Arrow. We'll get there. With a <laughs> lot less. Um... You have to give me time to mentally. No, no, wrap no, my no, round. no time. <laughs> wrap my round. He's already said too much. <laughs> I've said too much. And by the way, so, Dory, look. Dory, yeah. he said that in the text stream. Like. Hi, my name yeah, is Amy. This is gonna this is gonna be an episode where you're <laughs> I think we have an episode title. This is gonna be an episode where you're just gonna try and rush me, isn't it? Not at all. Not at all. Yes, we we've had those episodes. What are you, Taylor Dane like, now? <sighs> Don't rush me, I've made that mistake I, before. I no one is going to get that reference, but us. <laughs> everyone is younger than us. Everyone everyone. <laughs> Everyone is younger than us. That's how I feel like. That's how I feel like. There's a question. Twitter. If you are older than 45 and you listen to, listen to Butter and Bacon, please let us know via tweet. You guys, have you gotten it yet? It's a pug little oh, oh, that, oh, that, it is. It's exactly what I said. It's a pug face with lab ears. Oh my gosh. A pug little It looks, it looks like it's going to take my girlfriend. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Look oh, at the front paws. That's Look all, at the that front dog paws. is a stud right there. Oh my gosh! The that, front that paws. dog walks into the dog park, and all the other dogs are like, "Damn!" 
Yeah. <laughs> the other male yes. dogs just oh, go back man. to playing basketball because they just they're not they're not even talking to the girls anymore. No. Oh my gosh, a puglador. He's a shizu. Easy. He's a shizu. This is a family show. We try to keep our clean rating here. I said shizu. Yeah, yeah, we know what you said. I said I like, shizu. I like um, uh, shizu with uh, sweet and sour chicken. Ooh. I used to say I used to say shizu, and then I was like. You know what? I bet the T's is silent. And yes. then I looked up a pronunciation and it was Shizu. And I was like, well, I have to stop saying Shih Tzu now because it sounds like I'm just looking for an excuse to cuss. It so, does, especially if it's a mix with a bull terrier. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so funny. Like, when people when people watch, um, when people, <laughs> I know what you're doing. I can't put it together. Amy, I can't put that together. Can you tell me what he means? And I'm, I'm ignoring, I'm ignoring his sass. <laughs> Jeff Galuli? Yes, Jeff Galuli. Wow. You gotta take it back to Nancy Kerrigan. Yeah, yeah, I yes, do. Hey. Yeah, I totally do. Walk into the world of Avatar, leave with a limp. I skated in so smooth with that, with that Jeff Galuli reference. I skated right in with that. Oh. The new ride vehicle has three axles. So smooth. No. Nice. Tri- triple axle. I get it. Nothing. I get it. Chirp, chirp. <laughs> I got it. The axles. The skating <laughs> reference. I got the joke. I just didn't see the need to laugh like a kookaburra. Welcome to the jungle. We've got fun in the games. Mm-hmm. It's my best Axel reference. <laughs> you know where you are? Carry on. You're on the podcast, baby. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to cry. <laughs> anyway. Tell the jungle. Welcome to the jungle. As sung by Axel, a, are you there? As sung by a kookaburra. Anyway. The Satuli. She said knees, yes. just like, just like Galuli. It all ties together. Canteen. <laughs> Satuli Canteen. Hey, Satuli, get over hey, here. Satuli. We gotta fix this car. Hey, Dini and the Bood. Satuli, you seen the Bood? Where's he in the NCA? Bracket? He's right here trying to get the show moving. He's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, Polly, you are. Wow, out. welcome to my world, Polly. No, I am the Kookaburra that's Polly. just standing to the side looking. <laughs> Polly, you are dead last in the bracket competition, BT Dubs. Not for long. Not for long. Because oh. I've got a lot of points remaining, and the people above me don't. Mm hmm. A lot of. Lot Go, of... Xavier. Yeah. Amy, don't sit on the cord for your headphones. It'll move. No, I, I'm sitting. I'm, and I and I'm speaking from experience. Yes. I'm sitting very still. I'm sitting very still. She's not playing with her hair or anything. Oh, I can't help it. I do that all the time. Right, that's your eyebrow. Make, <laughs> making curls. Twirling the curls in my locks. Braiding his beard. Braiding his long beard. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> that would be funny. I think that's a Photoshop that needs to happen. Oh, well, you know, Dean, Dean. you know, Dean is is jockeying for a position as a ZZ Top member. Oh yeah, I want to. I'm going for their cover band, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dean, Dean Top. Dee Dee, Dee Top. My son, my son calls me Dee Dee. It would work. That'd be funny. What was I gonna say? Oh. 
I guess I could say I had Matterhorn macaroons at Club 33. You can. Why don't you say it again without me singing? Oh, okay. <laughs> it wasn't specific. Three, two, one. One. <laughs> jingle bell, jingle bam.